0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. My daughter Annette is with me again on the broadcast today, and we're talking about quantum physics. Now, I don't know whether you know a whole lot about this or not. I don't. But it is very interesting, and she studied some things. on She has a book called Quantum Faith. And when you get into this, it sounds like things that Jesus was teaching, <laughs> and I'm excited about it. Let's talk about, on today's broadcast, the frequency and vibration and how it relates to things.
1: Well, all things that we see actually have a frequency and a vibration to them. Now this table on this floor, they don't look like they're moving to me, but that's simply because our eyes cannot catch the movement. But when you get to the subatomic level, there are movements that are going on which causes a frequency or a vibration. So this table is vibrating. The human body actually has a vibration that can be measured. Everything has a vibration. There's nothing really totally solid. Everything has a movement and vibration. Well that interested me because our words also have a vibration and a frequency to them. The Bible says that in the beginning that God spoke the worlds into existence. So he used the energy vibration of his words to create and to release. He said light be and light was. Now where did light come from?
0: He called it out of
1: darkness. He called it out of nothing. (laughs) He called it out of darkness. But he spoke. Now, a lot of people seem to think that uh, I have friends that talk to me and they say, oh, well, science and the Bible disagree and that they have nothing in common. They're on opposite ends. But really, I don't believe that's so. Because when you talk about the universe exploding into being, well, If God said light be and light was suddenly created, what do you think would happen? There'd be a big explosion, (laughs) wouldn't there? (laughs) And the worlds, everything that was made, was made out of things that we cannot see. We've got hydrogen and helium and these gases, you know, and they eventually, they were moving, they were rapid, they were hot. And as they slowed, they solidified. And when they solidified, then you have planets, you have all these heavenly bodies and if you look at water when the molecules in the water is heated like when you put it in a microwave oven and it gets hotter and hotter and hotter then it's the electrons they're all excited they're moving faster it produces heat but when you slow that down and you slow it down until it reaches 32 degrees then it freezes and it becomes solid and you say "Well, where did you get that ice Where did you get the ice? Well, we got it from hydrogen and we got it from oxygen. And you can't see either one of those. But when you combine the two, and you have two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen, it becomes water. Then that's something you can see. And you change the form of it by lowering the frequency, and it becomes solid. And in the same way that God called creation out of nothingness into something, we can by our faith call the things we need in this life out of seeming nothingness out of the realm of all possibilities
0: well and the promises see faith gives substance to things hoped for what is it we hope for we hope for the things god's given us his promises but hope won't get it your faith is what causes manifestation gives substance to it now listen to what the scripture says in Hebrews eleven three It says, Through faith we understand the world were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. And that's what you were talking about on the last broadcast, the fact that these, what do they call them? quarks uh, uh, subatomic uh, particles. Subatomic
1: <laughs> particles, <laughs> the electrons.
0: They, they, you can't see them. They exist in a gas state until you begin to search for them, then they appear and god created the world with things that do not appear so it sounds just like science is tapping into some of god's laws that's confusing them to a degree they don't well that's really understand it right
1: that's why the bible has not been believable to people who are of a scientific mind because after all you can't make something out of nothing they believe you can't speak to a mountain and see it removed a man can't walk on water A person can't heal the sick. Jesus couldn't have ascended into heaven. But when you get into the realm of quantum physics, there's a huge realm of all possibilities. And what you see is determined by the observer. So if Jesus believed and knew laws that we know nothing about, he obviously tapped into them. And then he said, the works that I do, greater works than these will you do. So I believe that we are expected to take these laws that are in the Bible, that scientists said, well, that's senseless, it's religion, and now they're looking at the subatomic realm and they're going, this couldn't happen. You've got to be able to prove that this happens, this happens, and this happens. But no, when you get into the subatomic realm, nothing happens apart from the observer. That's interesting. Nothing happens.
0: Now, I remember you talking about some experiment that was done where they shot this
1: particle, particle of Particle
0: proton photon. through a box and through a lead plate. I relate that to that. I thought that was very interesting.
1: Well, there were two very interesting experiments that they did that still has everyone shaking their head. The first one is, is called the double-slit experiment. And they released a shot of photon, and they would have a screen here that had one slit in it. And when they shot the photon and it went through the one slit, then they would find a spot, the particle or the spot, on a certain place on a, like a screen, like an x-ray film type thing at the back. So then they thought, well, let's put two slits here. So they put two slits there. And when they put two slits there, they had a totally different experience. Now, the interesting part was when you look at it you can just see waves there's dark spot light spot dark spot when the two slits are open when there's only one slit open it lands in a little splat right here or a little particle so they kept repeating this experiment and the interesting thing was you have a single photon and it goes through one slit or the other okay the question is if there's only one how does it know That there are two slits open or only one because it behaves differently when there are two slits open. (laughs) So actually there are some physicists who believe that that exhibits some sort of consciousness or awareness. Now the second experiment they did was even more fascinating to me and they did this similar double slit experiment but they had a little screen that they would flip up or down In other words, before they shot it, they usually would flip the screen up or lay the screen down, and they would get different results. Well, they decided to do something very strange. They released the photon, shot it out there, and before it hit the photographic plate, they raised the screen up to sort of fool it, I guess. But the fact of the matter was it knew the screen went up, and so it behaved as it should when the screen went up as it would pass through it, even though it didn't pass through it. So it exhibited particles that even on the the subatomic level, that they react to what we're doing. They react to what we believe. They react to our actions and what we're doing. And this brings us back to the fact that things respond to us. They respond to our words. Jesus said in Luke 17 and verse 6, the scripture says, So the Lord said if you have faith as a mustard seed. Now, the mustard seed was the smallest reference that Jesus could give because it was so tiny. Today, Jesus might say, if you had faith as a quark, which is a subatomic particle, or faith as an electron, he said, if you just had faith as a little bitty, tiny, atomic structure, he said, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea and it would obey you it would obey you things respond to us now yes they do on the subatomic level but imagine everything's made up of atoms and of particles Mm -hmm. so if you have a car and you speak to that car, that car's going to respond to you. If you say, this is the worst car I've ever had, this is the biggest junk heap I've ever had, it won't run, then guess what? That car is listening to you down to the subatomic realm, and it's going to respond by not running, by having problems.
0: You hear what most people say. They go out there in cold morning, it hits a starter and it goes, brr. That's the way you do. Every time I'm in a hurry, you won't start. They're calling things that are as though they are, and they'll stay like they are. And, of course, it responds to the belief. And there's a power of believing the placebo effect proves that, that it changes situations and real circumstances, and you don't know how. I mean, it gets over into this other realm. I remember Brother Copeland telling a story one time about when he and Gloria was going to a meeting, had an old Riviera that was driving, and he was fussing about it. He said, Gloria, this old car's going to fall apart before we get it paid for. <laughs> he said, hey, what about three blocks down the street, the drunk ran a stoplight and scattered it all over the street. <laughs> and the Lord said, now are you happy with what you said? <laughs> but people don't realize the power of words once you go to believing. Now, the reason some people, Don't believe it, they don't have any faith in their words. They just talk all kinds of foolishness, tickle me to death, laugh. I thought I'd die, die to go, gonna die if I don't. So they don't release faith in their words, but yet, still, what they're saying will cause them to err in things that they do. Because they say, if I ever get under pressure, I always make a wrong decision. Mm -hmm. As long as they say that, they will do that.
1: That's right. And when Jesus said, you could say to this tree, be removed, be plucked up, be planted in the sea, it would obey you. Everything really obeys you, whether you believe it or not, with the exception of your children. Okay. (laughs) But (laughs) things do obey you, and actually your children will, because if you tell your children continually tell them they're no good, they won't amount to anything, then they will respond to that unless they have the ability, through the Holy Spirit, to rise up above it. But when Jesus was speaking to this tree, he was giving a demonstration. If he just said this once, you might think, well, you know, maybe there's a misinterpretation here. But Jesus said the mountain would move.
0: Well, why don't you make the offer here? And
1: Well, we're going to offer the little 32-page mini-book called Quantum Faith. This is a book that I have written that talks about how that faith corresponds with a lot of the laws of quantum physics. And I also have a CD or cassette that you can order where you get these two things together. And it's offer number 2169. And you get the cassette or CD, please specify when you order, plus the little booklet and it's ten dollars plus four dollars for postage and handling quantum faith is actually a teaching that i did in a church where i talked about the laws of god and quantum faith and how these things work together so that's available you can either call 1-877-396-9400 or you can go to our website and take a look at everything we have available at www.charlescaps.com, If you would like to have a CD of this program, number 7152, it's available on CD or cassette that you can order for $10 plus $4 for postage and handling. So those are our offers for the day.
0: All right. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles
1: Kemp's Ministries and our listeners in this area.